Thank you for joining us. Remember, you can watch our services live and view our archive at StevensCreekChurch.com, the Stevens Creek app, or on our Roku channel. And if our ministries have touched your life, we'd love to hear about it. Send us an email to mystory@stevenscreekchurch.com. We hope today's message encourages and inspires you. Enjoy the message. Well, happy Mother's Day. We're so glad that you tuned in today. You know, when I was growing up, I can only remember one day that we ever went out to eat after church. It was Mother's Day. We went to the Copper Kettle in Greenwood, and all I remember about that day is that I didn't want to be there, and I, didn't figure, I couldn't figure out why we were there to celebrate Mother's Day anyway. You see, when I was a kid, I never remember going out to eat on Sunday after that day. My mother cooked, and we ate at my grandmother's house every week. So when Patty and I were married, I expected her to cook on Sundays. And one day I said something about it. I said, you know, why don't you cook like my mama cooks? She, she looked at me and she says, well, you didn't marry your mama. And I said, yes, ma'am, I didn't. <laughs> you know, I like to start with something funny. Did you hear about the dad who was trying to explain the concept of marriage to his four-year-old daughter? He got out their wedding album and he was thinking maybe some visual images would help her understand uh, the process. And he explained the wedding service to his little girl. And when he was finished, he asked her if she had any questions. And she pointed to the picture of the wedding party and asked, Daddy, is that when mommy came to work for us? <laughs> well, let me start off by saying thanks to all the moms watching today. You know, Mother's Day looks a little bit different this year. But our heartfelt appreciation for mothers in our church family is as strong as ever. We appreciate what you do. And today I realize that some of you have mixed emotions. Because some of you, like me, cannot be with your moms today because of social distancing. Others of you may be grieving a loss or maybe you're suffering through a broken relationship. It's my prayer that God will give you peace and God will give you grace as you go through this day. Over the next few minutes, I want to talk to you about a famous woman in the Bible named Esther. She was an amazing woman that, uh, that experienced the highs and lows of life. She's definitely suffered her share of pain. Esther's dad died while her mother was pregnant. And her mother died during childbirth. So Esther was adopted. She was adopted by her cousin Mordecai. Now, she grew up, but there was some changing going on in the culture. In fact, the king of Persia started looking for a new wife. He was looking for a queen. And the process looked like this. They would gather the most beautiful women in the kingdom uh, for him to look at and decide which one would be queen. And Esther was chosen to be a part of the process. In a way, it was a lot like The Bachelor. You know, out of this large group a smaller group was selected. Like Esther was invited to be a part of the rose ceremony. Now this is interesting because Esther had never been groomed to be a queen. She never had any training. She didn't come from a prominent family. I mean, there are obviously other choices, but for some reason, Esther stood out. The king chose her even though she was an orphan and a foreigner. The king didn't realize it, but God was working behind the scenes. 
God had a plan for Esther's life. You see, when God endorses you, you will stand out. You'll be preferred. It's God's favor. Yes, it's God's favor on your life. Looks like this. The company could have chosen anyone for the contract, but for some reason they chose you. The couple could have bought any house in the neighborhood, but for some reason they liked your house. There were plenty of students that deserved the scholarship, but for some reason they picked you. God knows how to make you attractive. He knows how to make people like you. Sometimes they don't even know why. They can't put their finger on it. But there's just something about you. You say, oh, Pastor Marty, that sounds good and everything else, but not me. I don't have the training and I don't have the experience. And neither did Esther. I want you to remember this, that God's favor is more powerful than your resume. Let me say that again. God's favor is more powerful than your resume. Favor will take you where you're not qualified to be. Favor will open doors that you thought would never open to you. Esther wasn't looking for a position. That position actually came to her. She went from the background to the foreground in almost an instant. She became the queen of Persia. Now, during this time, there was an evil man named Haman who served the king. Now, Haman hated Jewish people. And he tried to secretly pass a law to get rid of them. Esther's cousin came to her and told her about his evil plan. He said, Esther, you've got to go to the king. You've got to go to the king. You've got to tell him what's going on. The problem was this. In those days, if you approached the king without him holding up his golden rod, then you would be killed. Esther knew that and she was afraid. She was afraid to take this matter to the king. And then Mordecai, her cousin, spoke into her life. In Esther chapter 4 and verse 14, he says, For if you remain silent at this time, relief and deliverance for the Jews will arise from another place. But you and your father's family will perish. And who knows, but that you have come to this royal position for such a time as this. Mordecai said to her, Esther, the fate of our whole nation rests in your hands. You need to know that you've not been brought to this point in your life for the sake of accumulating wealth. You've not been brought to this point to become the most desirable and most attractive woman in the kingdom. You have been placed here by God so that you can spare God's people from a great suffering. You've been brought to this point so that you can be a part of God's plan to redeem the world. And Mordecai said to her, I said, now, if you say no to this request, if you say no to this request, you will miss the purpose of your whole life. Mordecai was bold and he challenged her. And you know what? Esther listened. She listened to him. So let me ask you a question. Do you have anyone in your life who can call you out when they see something wrong in 
in, in your life? Do you have anyone that you have given permission to to be completely honest with you? I know this, that if you want to make a difference, you must give someone permission to speak truth to you. Let me say that again. If you want to make a difference, you must give someone permission to speak truth to you. So who plays that role in your life? Who plays the role of Mordecai? Who is that person that helps you to identify what God is saying to you or maybe what God is calling you to do? God was using Mordecai to say to Esther, if you don't want to do this, that's fine. I'll get somebody else. But Esther, you need to know that this opportunity will not come your way again. This was her chance to leave a mark. It was now or it was a never moment. A now or never. It was something that she had to decide. It's not something she could put off for five years from now or maybe after she got out of college or after she raised her kids. This was a destiny moment. And she was supposed to stand before the king and ask him to save the lives of the people of Israel. This was her moment and she embraced it. She said in verse 16, Go gather all the Jews who are in Susa and fast for me. Do not eat or drink for three days, night or day. I and my maids will fast as you do. Now when this is done, I will go to the king and even though it is against the law, and if I perish, I perish. What we see here is Esther made a bold and courageous step. She requested a meeting with the king and his evil advisor, Haman. She prepared a banquet for them. Oh, the king was so impressed and asked her, what is it that you really want, Esther? I'll give you anything. She replied, says, well, would you please come to another banquet tomorrow? Well, at the second banquet, the king once again asked Esther what she desired. She replied that somebody had plotted to destroy her and her people, and she named Haman as the culprit. Now, immediately, immediately the king sentenced Haman to die on the gallows. And in the final part of this book, Mordecai was appointed to Haman's position and the Jews were guaranteed protection. You see, Esther stepped out in faith and Esther helped save the people of Israel. Today, she is listed as one of the heroes of the faith. Friends, it's not how talented you are, what family you've come from, or how many people know your name. I believe that when you walk in God's ways, He will take you places that you never dreamed of. God will help you accomplish what you could not accomplish on your own. I'll look at this story. And here's three quick lessons that we can learn from Esther's story. The first one is this. I want you to be patient. God has placed you where you are for a purpose. You see, Esther was an orphan, a foreigner. 
but God raised her up to a place of prominence so that she could help people in need. I believe that God has placed you here for such a time as this. Could it be that like Esther, you're going to rise to a position of greater prominence? You may be behind the scenes right now, but God has something bigger for you. He is going to use you to accomplish something significant. You are going to stand out. People are going to see God's favor and God's power in you. You may not think you have the training. You may not think you have the experience, but neither did Esther. But she stepped out in faith. She was willing to be used for a higher purpose. She was willing to be used by God to help alleviate the suffering of others. We have people throughout our congregation who have been placed in positions of influence as frontline workers to help alleviate the suffering of others. One of these frontline workers is Sarah New. Sarah's a young mother and an emergency room nurse at University Hospital. Here's her story. She always felt called to be a nurse, but she made some decisions after high school that led her down a different path. When she was dating her now husband, Michael, they found Stevens Creek Church and their lives were changed. Their lives were changed when they refocused their lives on Jesus and then they joined a small group. Sarah had faith that she was going to be a nurse despite several closed doors and advisors and professors telling her, says, Sarah, you don't have the grades, you don't have the qualifications to be in nursing school, but God's favor is more powerful than your resume. Hear that. God's favor is more powerful than your resume. And that's what happened to Sarah. Sarah would, if you talk to her, she would say it was a miracle. It was a miracle that she was admitted to nursing school in Augusta and has continued her schooling until this year, she's going to graduate as a nurse practitioner. Her faith has sustained her during this difficult time as she battles the coronavirus on a regular basis. She has faced each day during this fight with confidence that God is going to be with her in that hospital and that He is going to protect her. And she has become an encourager to those at the hospital and to those at home and here at the church. You may know Sarah from the Stevens Creek worship team. So when she and her co-workers saw an online singing challenge, they posted this video. Listen to it. He's got the whole world in his hands 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 lean on me when you're not strong and i'll be your friend i'll help you carry on for it won't be long till i'm gonna need somebody to lean on you just call on me brother when you need a hand we all need somebody to lean on 
massages might have a problem that you'll understand. We all need somebody to lead on. Now her patients and her co-workers and, and now thousands of people online have been encouraged because of Sarah's faithfulness. You see, I believe that God placed Sarah where she needed to be to accomplish what she was created to do. To alleviate the suffering of many people. Moms, there are some of you watching today on this Mother's Day. And you feel like the world is passing you by while you're just changing diapers and you're just trying to keep your bored kids contained. Could it be that God is working behind the scenes in your life, preparing you for what is already prepared for you? I want to challenge you today to be an Esther. To trust God with your life. Esther knew that she needed God's power and she needed God's protection. She was in a very difficult situation. Many of you watching today are in a difficult situation. You may be struggling with your faith. You may be hurting financially. You may be dealing with fear. You may have received a negative report. I want you to understand this, that difficult situations are opportunities for you to pray. Difficult situations are opportunities. It's opportunities for you to pray. Esther gathered a small group of people to join with her in prayer and fasting. In Esther chapter 4 and verse 16, it says, Go gather together all of the Jews who are in Susa and fast for me. Do not eat or drink for three days, night or day. I and my attendants will fast as you do. When this is done, I'll go to the king. And even though it is against the law, and if I perish, I perish. When the situation that you're in seems larger than life, you need to stop and you need to pray about it. On this Mother's Day, I want you uh, to be reminded that there is nothing more powerful than a praying mother. There's nothing more powerful than a praying mother. This past week, I received uh, a note from a praying mom. It says, good evening, Pastor Marty. I said, I just wanted to thank you for your sermon today, Faith Over Fear. And if you hadn't listened to that message, I really want you to uh, download that from iTunes uh, podcast or watch it online. It says, I just wanted to thank you for the sermon today, Faith Over Fear. My husband started showing symptoms of COVID-19 on April 17th. And he tested positive on April 20th. Soon afterwards, both of my sons showed symptoms. She said, I prayed to God every day of that week, asking him to help me, to guide me. And he truly did. He gave me the strength to care for my husband and children. They are now symptom free and doing wonderful. I was tested last Monday and was negative. I just wanted to share with you how much your sermon meant. In fact, I watched it again. I want to thank you from the bottom of my heart. What we see, we see the power of a praying mother. You see, the battle is won on your knees. Esther found the strength that she needed to confront the wrong and to stand for the right. Esther 
faced her fears with courage. That leads us to our third point. As we go through these trying times, these challenges, I want you to be courageous. I believe that God will finish what he started. When I think about courage, I, I think about my wife, Patty. Now, she's a, a godly woman, a wonderful mother. She's a compassionate friend, and she's a, a great business leader. She has pressed through many problems over the years. She's raised our three kids. She's raised them with this sincere love and, and determination. Uh, she was right with me when we started this church, and she was willing to do whatever it takes to make this church happen. And I've watched her. I've watched her walk through pain. I've watched her walk through grief, misunderstanding. I've seen her handle disrespect with grace and agility. For the most part, in, uh, in addition to becoming a, uh, being a pastor's wife, Patty has been a working mom. In fact, a few years ago, she was recognized as the businesswoman of the year for Columbia County Chamber of Commerce. Now, the interesting thing that you may not know is she works in a male-dominated sector of the software industry. And when she does trade shows, she is one of the few women on the floor. Now, when we were in the startup phase of our company, uh, we received a lot of national publicity. And there was a group of, of uh, folks who were interested in buying the company. And so Patty, one day, Patty and I flew out to their offices, and we met with five of their executives we had a nice dinner on the first night. Then we spent the next day at their headquarters in a conference room. There were six men in that conference room and Patty. She was the only female in the room. Now on the marker board that day, they outlined all of the reasons that we should sell the company to them. They said, oh, we've got a solid customer base. We have support structures. And they went on and on and on. Then I looked up at that marker board and I saw what made me to do a double take. The fifth reason that we should sell the company to them was so that Patty could get back to the kitchen. <laughs> they didn't know what I knew, that she ain't my mama and she ain't going back to the kitchen. But when they said that, I was shocked. I could not believe that executives of a leading company within the sector would actually write those words on a marker board in a conference room. It was highly offensive. Patty pressed on. She pressed on through that. Here's the point. In life, you are going to face opposition. In life, you are going to have people who disrespect you. You're going to have people who work against you. And I just want you to say, don't, I just want you to hear me say this, don't give up. I want you to be courageous. You can get through this. God is with you. God knows how to get you from where you are to where you're supposed to be. God can open the doors that no man can shut. Back to the story, Esther stepped out in faith. And with God's help, she saved the people of Israel. Today, she's listed as one of the heroes of faith. And when I read Esther's story, it reminds me that it is not how talented you are or what family you've come from or how many people know your name. 
When you walk in God's ways, He will take you places that you never dreamed possible. God will help you. He will help you to accomplish those things that you could not accomplish on your own. And I believe, I believe that God is raising up a new generation of Esthers. And it's not because of your talent. It's not because of your ability. It's not because of your skill. It is because the favor of God is on your life. Now, I challenge you today to walk in His favor. I challenge you today to do your part. I challenge you today to honor God and keep Him first place in your life. When you put God first, all these other things that you've been going after will be added unto you. But that's the challenge, to put God first. And some of you watching this service today, you've not done that. In fact, it's been all about you and your desires and your aspirations and your dreams. And today, the Lord is saying that you will never be the person that you're created to be until you come to the place where you surrender your life completely to Him. That is saying, God, I'm giving you my life. I'm giving you my past. I'm giving you my present circumstances. And I'm trusting you with the future. Have you done that? Have you surrendered your life to God's plan? Specifically, have you surrendered your life to Jesus Christ? I know it's a holiday. It's Mother's Day. And I'll tell you that many of you are watching this and you're watching this because you have had a praying mother. That they have prayed for your salvation. And there are some of you that are watching this. That they have continued to pray that you would become the person that they know that you can be. I want you to surrender today as we pray and just say, God, I need help. Come, make me into the kind of person you'd have me to be. There's others of you that, that you are carrying a weight and a burden. And some of you moms, you feel like that you don't have anybody to talk to and nobody understands the pressures and the difficulties you're going, in, going through. And look, let me say this. I don't know what you're going through. But I do know this, that God is close to you. He is here, right there in that room as you're watching. Maybe it's with a laptop that's sitting in that chair. Maybe you're listening to a podcast. Maybe you're watching it on a te television screen in your living room. I want you to hear me. God has a plan for your life and He is going to touch you and give you His favor if you'll only surrender to Him today. We're going to close out with prayer and I just want you to come to the place on this Mother's Day 2020 where you say, God, I'm giving my life to you. I'm giving my family to you. I'm giving my future to you. Take me, mold me into what you'd have me to be. If you'll pray with that kind of sincerity, I believe that this will be a day that you can mark as a turning point in your life. Let's pray together. Father, in the name of Jesus, I just, 
I ask that you would move upon those that are watching today, those are in this service. You know the pressures, you know the difficulties, and you know the stress they're, they're under. And Father, you know those individuals that have never called on your name. They've never sought to have a relationship with you. But yet this message has prompted them to listen in. This message has encouraged them to open up. And so as we pray together, God, I ask that you would do as only you can do. Now, I want to lead you in this prayer. I want you to pray with me. Say, Jesus, say that. Say, Jesus, come into my heart and forgive me of my sins. Say that. Say, Jesus, forgive me. Make me into the kind of person that you would have me to be. I give you my life. Guide me. Strengthen me. Fill me with your presence. I receive that in Jesus' name. Now, Father, I pray not only for those that are being saved today, but I pray for those that are coming home, those that are rededicating their lives. I also pray for the families. God, today is a holiday, and I pray in the name of Jesus that you would touch the families as they gather uh, maybe around the, the dinner table, as they connect with one another, as they make those phone calls. God, let your presence be upon families and God, give them peace. We are living in fearful times. And Father, I ask that you would just cover the families of Stevens Creek Church with peace. I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks so much for listening in today. And I just want to encourage you, encourage you to stay in faith, I want to encourage you to keep God first in every aspect of your life. I appreciate you so much, and I look forward to uh, being together face-to-face. -face. And I'll tell you, it's closer now than it has been. So I want you to stay tuned, and next week, next week, you've got to listen in, because next week there's going to be an announcement about our path forward. But as we prepare for that, I also want to say thank you for your generous support. You know, these are challenging times for churches all across America, and it's challenging times for many of our members. And we believe that when we put God first, that God is going to make a way. The way He chooses to fund the church is through real people like you and me, that we bring our tithes and offerings to Him. And I'm going to ask you to do that. And this week, it may be that you click on the Give button on our website, or maybe you text in, uh, your donation uh, with our text to give number. Or maybe you drop it, a check in the mail. However you do this, we want to say thank you so much for your generosity. You're a generous people. And Stevens Creek Church is a generous church. I wish you could see all of the things that we have done with your gifts this week. I wish you could see all of the people that, that we've helped through the Augusta Dream Center. It's really interesting. We have seen almost a 100% increase in need from this time last year uh, to this month, this year. And it's your faithful donations that make that possible. So thank you so very much. May God bless you, and I hope you have a great Mother's Day. Thanks for listening. If you would like to help support the ministries of Stevens Creek Church, please go to StevensCreekChurch.com and click the Give button. See you next time.